So in case you missed it, on the last episode of Brown Coffee, Black Tea, we spoke with the great poet, Keani Taylor. Sis dropped major gems and also reminded us that there is no need to cry over spilled milk because there's always more in the fridge. Catch up and listen to what we all had to say. You might also get a snippet of what she's dropping next. Don't say we didn't tell you. Until then, tune in to this week's episode. Wake up, wake up, brown coffee, black tea, It's your girl Sabria And it's your girl Ty Welcome to another episode of Brown Coffee Black Tea How you doing? You know I'm here man I'm here (laughs) Um, I'm just here I'm tired honestly Yeah So tired Like physically Yeah (laughs) Mentally Um just a little tired, a little drained. I don't even know what to do at this point anymore. That's what it feels like, at least. Um, yeah. 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 I've been, like, trying to find new things to take my mind off of stuff. And I've been sitting up here playing solitary on my phone. Solitary. Solitary. How do you say it? Solitary solitary. Solitaire. I feel like that's definitely right. But you are a grandmother because my grandma will play solitaire until 12 o'clock at night and then go to sleep. I used to love to play it with regular cards. Oh, I never played solitaire with regular cards. Mm -hmm. That's advanced. (laughs) It's the same thing. I couldn't tell you right now off the top of my head how to play solitaire. It's the same thing. Like I only ever played on the computer. Really? Yeah. So my mom's mom, that grandma, she is the one who taught me how to play solitaire by cards. Mm. And mm. I feel like that's where I got calling solitaire solitary. Because she said solitary. Mm-hmm. Or she that probably, E on the end does. She probably look- said solitaire and then just carry because we mm-hmm. country. And so I said solitaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so, so you've been playing solitaire. I've been playing solitaire. Candy Crush used to be my go-to, but it got old. Um, yeah, it is. So I've been playing solitaire, but that's starting to get old too. So I'm just here trying to watch some mindless TV. We have been okay. So like, what have been your go-to take a break TV shows? I've been watching Married at First Sight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so I've been in D.C., y'all, with Sabria for the past week, and, um, I think she was upstairs taking a shower, and she came down, and I was watching Married at First Sight. Yes. I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it, about how it was, like, nice trash TV, and so I was like, hmm, seems like something mindless that I can watch, and... Baby! It's actually kind of good. We've been into it, low key. (laughs) High key. It's actually been kind of good. Um, I'm still, you know, I got to catch up and see if they ever got off the island from the honeymoon. Oh, they yeah. They were on the honeymoon for about three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been watching that. And then today started watching Queer Eye because the next season is on Netflix. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. 
And we did watch, I don't know if y'all seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Let me not, let me not spoil it. But Yo. we did watch the latest episode of Insecure. Yeah. So what was that? What was the title of that one? Loki. Cause Molly's episode was Loki tripping. What was yeah. this one? Loki. Loki happy. Whatever. Y'all know. I, I want to say happy? it's Loki happy. Anyway. Y'all know the one we talking about. The one where Lawrence and Issa sat down. And had a conversation. Y'all seen the pictures. Y'all seen the pictures. If you haven't watched it, listen, I'm promoting it. If you haven't watched it, please watch that episode because it was good. It was great. Had some depth. It was great. Natasha directed that episode and it was great. It was fine. She did her thing. Also, if you need a break and you want. A New York Black Love Story. Please watch Premature on Hulu because yeah. it was good. And uh, my girl, I can't even think of the character's name now. Oh, what was her name? What was her Yanni. Name? Yanni. My I girl think. Yanni did her thing. She was acting her little ass off. And <laughs> I was crying up here on a couple of scenes. So that's all I'm going to say. If y'all need something to take your mind off. The current events of the world. Um, we just gave y'all a few shows to watch or catch up on in a movie. So, and honestly, like I would just recommend it. Oh, I think her name was Ayana, but he called her Yanni. Yanni. Anyways, mm-hmm. I would really just recommend it. Like it has been very, very hard to unplug, to create boundaries when it comes to staying engaged, but also resting. So I would really just, any way you can push yourself to take a few minutes, take an hour, dedicate a day to just doing something mindless, something fun, please do that. If you love to cook, jump into a new recipe. Pinterest been showing out lately. Pinterest been really showing out. Sabria (laughs) Sabria killed this shrimp shrimp and grits recipe last sunday y'all y'all we might need to put that in the details for y'all because that shrimp and grits recipe was fire i surprised myself y'all yo it was so good and i don't even really be cooking with shrimp but like y'all sabria also made a banana bread this week oh true (laughs) sabria been killing it in the kitchen this week y'all we sat and ate damn a whole pan of banana bread in a day in a day in a day basically she made it like six something like the prior day 6 p.m mm-hmm. and then by noon the next day like it was about gone so yeah. for two pieces yeah so anyways get in there start cooking start sewing painting whatever you like to do listen to the music that you love yes i'm a 90s person so this morning i woke up and i had my oldies but goodies playlist going mm-hmm. and i don't know what it is about 90s music but it literally Hmm. It definitely evokes some feelings, but like it is it was such a good time of music that I like just get lost in it. I'm not thinking about mm-hmm. anything. I can just sing along to like all the good tunes, rap along to all the good, you know, all the goodness. So mm-hmm. find your favorite playlist and yeah, get lost. Dive in. Um so, I mean, if y'all can't tell, <laughs> a part of why we really wanted to do this episode today um what's the kind of unpack this week these past few months have been super heavy i mean 
we were already dealing with the mental impact of what was happening with COVID. And then we have the senseless killings of seeing, you know, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, like seeing our faces, our bodies, lifeless on the ground. Um, Not new, not something that's new, um, Mm -hmm. but definitely still, you know, having to bring that back to the forefront and deal with it on top of personal things that we might be going through. It's been a lot. So we kind of just wanted to, you know, kind of unpack with y'all if y'all will have us. <laughs> if y'all will have if us. Y'all will have us. But yeah, I mean, I think, child, I think doing the video we did recently to just like connect with the UP ecosystem and all the followers. Right, right. So just chat was so necessary for us. And I think even this episode, like, we all got no script. <laughs> we don't have no outline. <laughs> this is literally just us trying to take a mental break and let it all out. Yeah. Um. You know, Ty and I have been really engaged, really following things on social media and are blessed to have great, amazing friends in New York, in D.C., in Birmingham, and all over the place. Um... But two friends here have been really engaged in protests happening in D.C. um, and just overall issues. And so we had the opportunity to actually attend the protest on May 31st, Mm -hmm. last Sunday, um, for the first time. So this was the first protest time I have ever been to, ever been a part of ever seen up close in person like first for all of it and like i said thankfully um we had nick shout out to you nick cooking riding bikes (laughs) yoga fabulous black boy joy delapo just an amazing person amazing human being um they basically like got us together got us ready to go attend the protest yeah came over I had on jeans, y'all. Like, why? You can't really run in jeans. But I had on jeans. Delapo's like, no, you need some yoga pants. You need to be able to run. So anyways, came over and really got us into the mindset of what we might experience and what just being the the atmosphere of a protest would be like. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really helpful. I was going to say, Ty, like, I think something that Nick said stuck with both of us. Yeah. He asked us, you took it right out of my brain. Um, <laughs> one thing that he said to us when we were about to walk out of the door, he was like, what role do you want to play mm-hmm. at this podcast or at this podcast, at this protest? Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of like, you know, what do you mean? What role we want to play? Like, we're about to go march. We're about to go, you know, all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Um, but he was like, you know, there are certain roles. Like maybe you you are the person who's marching, but maybe you're the person who's helping people when they've been tear gassed Mm -hmm. or maybe you're the person who's like you know trying to pull people up off the ground like all of these things that we weren't aware of because again this was our very first protest um and that stuck with me and sabria like throughout the night and even when we recorded our video Mm -hmm. last week like it really stuck with us i think 
any form of protest, whether you're physically out, you know, doing the march, um, standing in front of the monument, standing in front of Times Square or the White House or wherever you're protesting, um, I think any protest requires you to find a role and to play that role and Mm -hmm. to really understand that you don't have to be um, what everyone else's idea of a protest is. You don't have to play that part. Um, So maybe you're not the person who wants to go outside and, you know, do the physical work. Maybe you're the person who, you know, is behind your phone, making sure that people have the resources that they need and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's really important to also understand that rest is a role. Yes, I was about to say (laughs) rest is a protest within itself. Yeah, because we need the energy we need to make sure that we have adequate rest to be able to continue to put the energy into this fight. Mm -hmm. This fight is far from over. It's the fight that we, our parents, our grandparents, so on and so forth, have been fighting for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's important that we also find the space or create space Mm -hmm. um, to give ourselves some rest and not feel guilty about it. I know we posted something... um, on the UP page the other day that was about black women and black women finding rest during this time of protest, Mm -hmm. especially because, you know, black women, we, we put a lot on our backs. We put a lot on our shoulders, a lot of responsibilities we take on that aren't even necessarily ours. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were so many people that responded back to us that were just like, you know, thank you so much for posting this because, you know, I have this platform or I'm doing X, Y, and Z and I feel so guilty for not being out there or for not protesting or for not putting up, you know, something on my page or whatever. And it's crazy to think that we become, we start to feel guilty. Cause even me, even me this week, like I haven't, the last three days I haven't been on social media as much. Um, and I've been thinking, Oh, I'm missing out on like some pertinent information, some, Mm -hmm. some things that are going on in the media right now that I need to know. And what I've had to tell myself is that it's going to be there when I'm ready mm-hmm. to come back from this rest. Mm-hmm. And it's been hard. It's been really hard. Um, but I also have to remind myself that, like, this might have been my first protest, but it wasn't my first time doing this fight. It right. wasn't my first time making sure that my dollars are going to black-owned businesses. Right. Or, you know, that we're, you know, covering mental health topics or, mm-hmm. or you know, just creating space. Even this podcast, even our platform, mm-hmm. just creating space for people to find rest and for people to still be able to protest as well. And I think it's important. I, I believe the Post mentioned this, but we've also been talking about it. We just as black people in general need to let go of this need or this sense basically this need to like prove ourselves Mm. to prove that we are for this fight to prove that we are for the cause Mm -hmm. to prove that we are for change it's it listen (laughs) we are black in america okay like we are black in america And however you are showing up, whether that's like, I'm going to wake up today and text a friend Mm -hmm. and make sure they're okay. That is power. Mm -hmm. That is, that is adding to it. That is necessary. If you simply are reposting stuff on social media, again, helpful, necessary. As Ty said, if you are resting and taking a day off because you deserve, like, (laughs) That is necessary. That is still helping us all push forward. So we really like let go of the idea that we have to prove anything to anyone because we don't. Mm 
right at this point because what happens if we all get tired like we have we have to take we have to yes to keep this thing going yes um another thing that i've been seeing on social media um is that we've been like picking and choosing like who we who we apply for like having been in the fight for mm-hmm. x amount of time versus mm-hmm. like someone just coming to the fight mm-hmm um, and the issue that I've taken with that is like, yeah, there are a lot of us who have been doing this work for a while in whatever way that we've been doing this work. But part of us doing this work and part of our protest is to make people aware of what's happening. And so that when we do make them aware, they, they do come and mm-hmm. that they do help us fight this fight that we've been fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take issue with that. Like, yes, a lot of us have been doing this work for a long time. But also, a lot of us who have been doing this work could also be doing this work in other areas. You know, I was listening to the friend zone, and Fran was saying how, like, she's done the protest thing. So now her opportunity to protest is, like, opening up her purse and, like, donating to these things. Mm -hmm. So there are different levels to this protesting thing. And just because someone is new to it Mm -hmm. um, and may have a lot of questions. I mean, look at me and Sabrina. It was our first protest. We come from the South. You know what I mean? Like, but it doesn't mean that we haven't still been doing work outside of that. So I don't want to discredit anyone for quote unquote, just joining the fight or just learning something new about how they can contribute to the fight. Um, I don't think that's fair to do that to people. It's really not. And it's discouraging. Yeah. Because when you have the passion, but you're feeling discouraged to actually act, it's not helpful to us. It's not. As a collective. Right. We needed more bodies, y'all. We like <laughs> we we need more bodies. So like as exhausting as it can be sometimes to like and I'm specifically talking about like the black people who are quote unquote just joining the fight. Because mm-hmm. that's the, a lot of the argument that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Not talking about the white folks who wanna be allies or whatever, like it is in fact they can't do their own research. It's like I I, I don't have the time yeah. to teach you that. Um but I don't think it's fair for us to look down on black people who are just coming into, again, a new realm of the fight, a new level right. of the fight. Right. Um, I think Sabrina and I both said this before, but like the shift feels different this time around. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe people are just finding new ways. And if you're someone like me, I've been trying to figure out like, OK, what is what is the new way that I can help? fight like how can I pour even more of my dollars into the black community and make sure that it's going to black owned businesses Mm -hmm. um I think for a lot of us it's just overwhelming whether you're new or whether you're old in this new quote unquote new or old in this fight is it's overwhelming and trying to figure out the space in which you can contribute yeah you um mentioned something about Alabama earlier and I'm sorry I just had to take a pause and say shout out to the people that have been protesting in Alabama, yeah. in Birmingham, yeah. in Homewood. We see you in Auburn, like down south, everywhere. Like we see you. And that really just makes me so proud because I feel like, one, just in general, there are a lot of misconceptions about the South. Yeah. I think Ty and I get questions every time we meet someone new in D.C. or New York about the South. There's a lot of like skepticism um, and a lot of people think that it's just running rampant with racism, which racism is alive everywhere. 
and definitely in Alabama. Alive and well. But understand that there are people who are conscious, who are aware of what's going on, and who are organizing and standing up and joining the fight as well. So just shout out to our hometown. Shout out to the South for for being a part of this. Um, you know, we're Southern girls at heart. So <laughs> I had to put that little plug. But there was something that you mentioned, Ty, and saying how, you know, you're not really focusing on those that want to be the allies and saying, you know, mm-hmm. that whole thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think within that, it's like also important for us to keep in mind and I've seen posts circulating around about this but keep in mind that like if you don't have the energy to respond to someone right now mm-hmm. quite honestly anyone black mm-hmm. white you know whoever mm-hmm. but especially if you don't have the energy to respond to some of your friends co-workers not friends, acquaintances, whoever, people just randomly on social media, if you don't have the energy to respond, you don't have to. Like, don't feel obligated to respond because it literally takes so much. Yes. And there can be, they can be the most well-intentioned people or it could be the most well-intentioned person, but that also has been... And we'll continue to be an exhausting part of Mm -hmm. this whole fight. Having or feeling the need to manage the emotions of others who who are upset (laughs) or who want to apologize on behalf of all Mm -hmm. white people. It's just like, that's just not necessary. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have the energy to respond to that, it's okay. It is okay. I saw a meme or a tweet or something that was going around that was just like, in so many words, like, we appreciate it, and, and this is allies specifically. We appreciate the emails, the texts, but also, like, we need action behind that. Action. I don't want to hear your words just because you feel very guilty. Right. Um, and just because now all of a sudden it's come to the forefront, although we've done this almost every single year. Like, there's been a black body every, month. every single year, every single month of the year. Um so it's kind of exhausting to hear you pour out that way because you feel guilty. Um, appreciate it. But again, I want to see these actions afterwards. Yeah. These words don't necessarily mean much. And I also just want to make sure they're coming from a, a good space. Like I had a colleague email me Thursday night um, checking on me, trying to see how I was doing. So I responded back. Um, thinking that this person was well-intentioned, responded back and was like, you know, this week has just been very heavy for me. It's the reason why, like, I didn't attend a town hall call that our uh, division had and so on and so forth. Didn't receive an email back. And so it's stuff like that where it's just like, I took out the time to like, because I thought that you were being genuine, checking on me. So I responded. Yeah. But you've responded to every single other email throughout the day. Like, don't just check in on people or apologize just to check something off your box. Right. And make you feel like a better person because you did it. Right. If it's not genuine, I don't want it. Like, you can literally keep those words if if the actions behind what you're doing aren't going to fit what you said to me. Child. I will say, too, you know, I am grateful for... The people that have reached out to me because I've gotten messages that have been like checking to make sure 
I know you're not really doing okay, but just checking in on you, checking on your mental health, and also acknowledging that I don't know everything. I can't really relate to your experiences, but I'm going to do better. And this is how I'm going to do better. Right. And I'm going to post some stuff on my own personal Instagram, Twitter, whatever, so the people that I follow and the friends that don't think the same way that I think can see it. Mm -hmm. And they know where I stand. Mm -hmm. And that's what, like, I really, really appreciate the people that have been doing that because that honestly, like, accept your apology, great, but, like, seeing that action is huge. Right. And it's so necessary. And seeing you do it publicly and yes. not just in my inbox. Not just behind closed doors. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, definitely grateful for that. And even on the tip of, like, work, I know a lot of us might work in places that are not supportive of what's currently happening right now. Don't get it. Try not to understand have not made statements outright denouncing racism. And I just like, you know, that's a difficult place to be in. Yeah, It's difficult, as po- as we've seen posts circulating around, it's difficult to be that black person on a Zoom call having to hold it together yep. or having to show up every day to work or show up every day online and respond to emails about... Things that, quite frankly, don't matter right now. Things that feel so <laughs> trivial. Like. like, they really just don't. So, heart goes out to y'all. Um, and with that, if you have leave, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. If you have personal leave, annual leave, sick leave, comp time, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, take it. Take it. Take day. it. If you need it, take it. Because it'll be much better for you to take that time than to go off on someone or say something that you regret and lose that job. (laughs) Now, again, I am very for standing up for what you believe in. And if you are willing to lose that job for what is right, do it. I support you. But take the time because, quite frankly, anything that is being said that is out the way or left to you at this point doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. For sure. Um (laughs) Sabrina been looking at me all week like you can't take a day. I'm like, Ty, please. If I could if I could send my leave to your job oh for your gosh. account. It's been jeez, it's been a lot. Um, one other conversation that I love that I'm seeing right now, and you and I talked about this before, um, is that people of color are posting Yes. Yes. People of color are posting, and I say people of color because it's different. You got people of Color, yep. and then you got black folks. Yes. Um, so I love that people of color are posting, uh, like, the little slides about um, anti-blackness. How, yeah, like, for example, how um, South Asian people can... Uh, like, denounce. Yes, denounce anti-blackness, anti-blackness within their own culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that that's coming up because I feel like I've had this conversation with Sabria with other colleagues who are people of color about how anti-blackness does exist in other color, quote unquote, other color um, cultures. Mm -hmm. I didn't Mm -hmm. say that well, but y'all know what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
but how it does exist in these other cultures that deem themselves people of color and that's why i feel like you know you have to separate the two in terms of people of color and black folks because it's different so i love that that's the conversation that's coming up because i feel like i've tried to have this conversation with some people of color and they just don't get it the first thing that they're ready to say to me is that oh well i've like been discriminated against too um you know people have been racist to me too and I hear you, but what I'm also saying is that your people have also been racist to me. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's that's also a different conversation that I feel like a lot of people haven't been willing to have mm-hmm. lately. And so it's so refreshing to see, um, like, some of my friends and, you know, shout out to my co-fellow, um, my previous co-fellow. You know who you are. Anyway, um, but to see people of color post stuff like that. Because for me, it shows another uh, form of solidarity. Yeah. Like, to to address that in your own cultures, to have these conversations with your own families. Yeah. Um, even though you are a person of color, I, I've loved seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like our thoughts are just going all over the place, y'all. <laughs> but this is how we getting it out. Because I was just thinking back to the protests and actually, like, when we first got down there in front of the White House. One, actually preparing at the house, going to 7-Eleven, getting some stuff, getting some water, getting some baking soda, but then like walking to the White House and seeing people and then actually standing in front of it was just a very surreal moment for me. Yeah, I feel like that's when I realized... That's not when I realized that all this was real. But as far as the protests, that's when I realized there was so much power in me just being that one person there to add to the number. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, to even like see, you could just feel the passion. You could feel it. Like when you walk up, you can just feel the passion of the people that are out there. And it makes you even more passionate mm-hmm. about the work that you're doing, the mm-hmm. work that you're planning to do. Even when Sabrina and I left, we were kind of just like, dang, that was like... This is addictive. One. It was addictive. <laughs> it was like, because it, it's kind of eerie. Because um, you see all of these people here gathered for the same reasons. And you yeah. think about the reasons why we're gathered here. And yeah. you think about the fact that some of our... Some of our parents, some of our grandparents used to do this. We're like, literally in front of the White House. Right, and what they were doing it for. So, like, all of that rushes through your mind as you're out there. And it's really just a powerful moment. It's, it's, it's an eerie, powerful moment. And that's the best way that I could describe it. But it was something that I was just like, oh, yeah, this cannot be my last yeah. protest. Like, I have to keep coming out here. I have to keep showing up. Um and in this way, particular, I right. like. I feel like that's a way that I can show up. Another yeah. way that I can show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just like that collective energy is something you can't shake. Mm-hmm. It's something that you feel, like you said, like really run through you. And I don't know. I am just so grateful for that experience. Um, You know, we did also experience getting tear gassed and I never knew what that was like. Yeah. I never (laughs) really could imagine what that was like. Um, Thankfully, we weren't up close, but like still eyes burning and other people who were standing on the front lines, like taking it, still standing strong and solid in what they believed um, in the face of 
police who <laughs> were not standing with us. Right. And I'm not going to say that about every police officer, but it's just like there there what there was no unity when it came to that. We didn't see that. And even as we left to walk down the street to go to our car like 10:30, 10 10 15, 10:30 at night, we just saw a ton of police rolling in ready for that curfew to hit. Yeah. Which was an even more just like sickening feeling because I understand that police officers have a role to play or are currently playing a role in society, but I don't I don't know. I don't know. That was a, a very sickening thing to just see and experience. I think it's just like it's stuff that we've always known, like, but to really see how they abuse uh, their pow- power, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was, it was crazy. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And I, I, I really love that, you know, we are sharing this information, um, widely and we are making our voices heard. But I also really love that a lot of people are focusing on the solutions and like the what's next and what could society actually look like like we are all taking mm-hmm. some time to reimagine what this world could actually look like what it's supposed to look like what america is supposed to look like how our communities are supposed to function right and i'm really grateful for those thought leaders and just the conversation circulating because there are very real ways to change the system Right. To change it. Very real ways. Whether it's defunding police, like, or whatever. Very real ways. And so I feel like I, as I'm thinking about what I can do moving forward, I feel like I just want to dive deep into researching the ideas um, being put forward, the strategies being made, and figure out how I can become involved but also how I can continue to have a lens of um, criticism in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's very important, even mm-hmm. as black people, especially now, while tensions are high, emotions are high, we're really eager for change, to still be critical of what is being put forward, even by us. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to just jump on the bandwagon, to just jump on whatever news is being put out and take it for truth. Mm-hmm. And if we aren't questioning ourselves, if we aren't questioning the ideas being put forward, then they're not going to work. Right. You know, it, it's going to take us putting the ideas out there and then having some real conversations about how feasible, you know, what are the pros and cons? How can we actually get this done um, going forward? So, I'm really excited about that. I'm really looking forward to actually joining some organizations, doing some research about local grassroots organizations that I could be a part of because I think that's my heart. Grassroots work, period, is just my heart, especially when it comes to public health. But, yeah. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I mean, like we've said before, it's a shift in the air. And I think that's for all of us. And, And I will keep saying that. Even for those of us who might feel like, you know, I've been doing this work or, you know, whatever, whatever. I think it's a shift for all of us to figure out how we can do 
more than what we've just been doing mm-hmm. um or how we can step foot into it for the first time so i'm excited to see what comes out of that i'm excited to see what this shift brings because i don't know i just got a feeling in my bones it just feels very different i feel like we're all kind of looking to like okay what the what are we gonna do next because like we can't keep doing this and we were talking about this the other day how like all 50 states had protests and I think the last time I looked a couple of days ago or maybe yesterday there's like 18 other countries outside of the U.S. have been protesting too and I was telling Sabrina I was just like this is the world saying for real we still doing this shit we like still here we're still talking about this shit like let's fix this shit and and get it to fucking gather yeah. like so I just feel a major shift um and excited to see like what we do next and and what this looks like. I think 2020 in general has just been so unpredictable that we're all kind of just like, okay, how are we going to move yeah. forward? Like how do we move this forward? We yeah. know the whys, like it's been it's it's a dead horse at this point, like we know. Mm-hmm. So what do we do to move forward? Um and you know if I'm being honest, I think that's what I've been having a hard time grappling with is because there are so many things and there are so many levels to help on and there are so many um, different avenues to approach this. And so I would say, I've said it before, I'll say it again, like really finding your role and finding what aligns with you and helping that way. You don't have to, you don't have to do it all. Um, And as a person who likes to do it all, I think that's the thing that I'm struggling with the most in, in what, how do I find what I want to do and how I contribute to this? So, like, my money has been going to black businesses as much as possible. But what else can I do outside of that? Right. So, yeah. I just, like, want to extend a charge to you all listening, you know. Definitely reach out to us. If you are currently doing the work or you're doing something that you feel like is making an impact, let us know. Let us know how we can support you. Let us know how we can get involved. If you know of friends, if you know of resources, please send them our way because we would love to share them with other people, but also use them for ourselves. Right. As we often say, like, we're here. We're the curators of the UP, hosts of Brown Coffee, Black Tea, but we're learning right along with you. We are growing right along with you. We are making mistakes and moving forward just as you are so definitely connect with us leave your comments chat with us dm us please whatever you're feeling please let us know um one last thing that i'll say um is that whatever you're contributing to donating to all of that good jazz make sure that you're doing your research yes as sabria was saying before you know with the organizations that you know she's gonna do a deep dive and do some research into like what these organizations organizations represent what they're contributing to so on and so forth so with everything that you're thinking about doing just make sure you do research don't take it for an instagram post just because it's there Mm -hmm. um so just make sure you're doing your research and that it aligns with what you want to do yeah and I think that's it. I mean, it's some shit, y'all. It's, it's some a lot. Shit. <laughs> but we're going to get through it. And in the words of Kendrick Lamar, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.